Hello everybody. On today's show we are going to be talking about electric vehicles, some of the benefits over conventional gas cars, but also some of the current environmental and humanitarian drawbacks that are there for producing electric vehicles right now. I'm Kevin Tankersley and you're listening to The Environment Today. I want to start out with a quick review on greenhouse gases from what we learned in our last podcast episode. And from last episode, we learned that 33% of all greenhouse gases in the U.S. are due to transportation. That means that carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases are going into our atmosphere as a result of cars being driven in the United States. And according to EPA.gov, A typical passenger vehicle emits about 4.6 metric tons of carbon dioxide every single year. And according to brookings.edu, there are at least 115 million cars and trucks that drive on American streets every single day. So if you do the math real quick, 4.6 metric tons of carbon dioxide per year per passenger vehicle times 115 million cars being driven every year means that every single year in the United States alone, cars are putting out 529 million pounds of carbon dioxide. And we might think, oh, the United States might have higher carbon emissions due to vehicles in other countries because the United States, our highway system is set up in a way so that we pretty much have to drive from one location to another. However, according to the EU Parliament, Transport was responsible for about a quarter of the EU or the European Union's total carbon dioxide emissions in 2019, and 71% of that came from road transportation. So it's not just in the United States, all around the world, cars are spitting out massive amounts of carbon dioxide, which is one of the greenhouse gases that we talked about, is getting trapped in our environment, which is really driving global warming. And this is kind of frightening because this trend of using passenger vehicles is increasing. Domestic transport has seen its largest increase in emissions since 1990 in the past couple of years, according to the EPA. According to Statista.com, in the year 2000, cars around the planet were putting about 2.2 billion metric tons of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere just in that year. And that number has risen steadily to the year 2019, where cars around the world were putting out 3.2 billion metric tons of carbon dioxide every single year. So we've multiplied the the number from 20 years ago to about one and a half times. And the numbers did go down in 2020 because of the COVID pandemic. However, with restrictions easing up all around the world, people are starting to drive again more, and those numbers are back on the rise. So obviously the greenhouse gases that we are putting out into the atmosphere from our personal vehicles is a lot, and we need to find a solution for that. And probably the biggest solution that has been talked about in recent years, and the one that is seeing the most progress, is the rise of electric vehicles. There are many car companies that have been producing fully electric vehicles or hybrid vehicles, which are vehicles that can run on gas but can also run on electricity, However, with restrictions being put in place and government mandates all around the world mandating that vehicles have to have a certain MPG or be electric by a certain year, there are going to be a lot more electric vehicles on the road. 
and they're going to become more and more common every single year. First, I want to dive into some of the benefits of electric vehicles because there are quite a few. And obviously, getting rid of all of those greenhouse gases that we're putting out from our own personal vehicles is a big benefit. But there are also a few other ones. The first big benefit of driving electric vehicles is that, according to the EPA.gov, a vehicle that operates exclusively on electricity will not emit any tailpipe emissions. So, in theory, if all of the cars that we were driving on the road suddenly turn into electric vehicles, they would be putting out zero carbon dioxide and greenhouse gases into the environment. And that is great. And even if the vehicles are just hybrids and not fully electric, they are still making a pretty big impact on the environment. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, a conventional car, for example, a four-cylinder automatic car, right now gets about 34 miles per gallon on the highway. The same car that has hybrid capability, so it can also run on electricity, gets 52 miles per gallon on average, which is a huge increase in the capability of that car. And if cars have better fuel efficiency, they are using less gas, which is causing us to burn less fossil fuels, which even though it's not putting out zero emissions, it's still putting out less emissions and is therefore better for the environment. So if we are taking less fossil fuels from the earth and burning them for fuel and putting out less carbon dioxide into the atmosphere, that is really good for the environment. However, there are some downsides to electric cars and most of them right now revolve around the mining process and the creation of lithium ion batteries that are used to charge the cars. But before we talk about that, I want to talk about a few of the other downsides that exist with electric vehicles right now. And even though electric vehicles are not putting out carbon dioxide because of the gas that they're burning, they are still putting out greenhouse gases into the environment by way of charging. According to the EPA.gov, 25% of our greenhouse gas emissions are coming from the production of electricity. And Electric cars have to charge somehow. We currently don't have any way for like solar panels to be on cars and them to just run by themselves. So if you're charging an electric vehicle, most likely you are burning greenhouse gases to do that. So even though there is a reduction in the greenhouse gases that cars are putting out, electric vehicles are still putting out some greenhouse gases. And in regions that rely heavily on conventional electricity generation, burning coal or fossil fuels, the Department of Energy has found that vehicles that are charged in regions that depend heavily on conventional electricity, such as coal burning or other fossil fuel burning, electric vehicles may not demonstrate a, a strong life cycle emissions benefit. So if you're charging your electric vehicle on mostly coal or fossil fuel, which is most of the country right now, there is not a huge benefit to the environment um, as opposed to conventional vehicles right now. That could change, however, if electric vehicles were being charged by more renewable energy, so solar power, wind power, hydroelectric power. And in the future, if we can get to a point where we are charging electric vehicles off of completely renewable sources, that is when we are gonna start to see huge impacts on the amount of emissions that we are putting out into the environment. So next up, I kind of want to dig a little deeper into the process for making the batteries that charge electric vehicles. And this is where some of the biggest problems with electric vehicles are right now. 
So electric vehicles run off of lithium ion batteries, which are also used to charge other things like our cell phones and other devices that we use every day. And in order to create these batteries, there are two key ingredients that are needed that are hard to find. That is lithium and cobalt. And the mining process for both of these elements can be very harmful, not just to the environment, but to the people that are actually having to do the labor of the mining and living in the communities around these lithium and cobalt mines. So any type of mining or resource extraction from the planet has some sort of potential to harm the environment and the people that are living in that area. According to Euronews.green, any type of resource extraction is harmful to the planet. This is because removing these raw materials can result in soil degradation, water shortages, biodiversity loss, damage to the ecosystem functions, and an increase in global warming due to greenhouse gases being sent out as a result of the mining. And generally, when we think of extraction, we think of like fossil fuels and coal being mined. However, lithium and cobalt fall in the same kind of umbrella. They're both in the earth, and we need to mine them and get them out of the earth. One example that I want to look at is lithium mining in South America, for example, in Chile. A lot of lithium is mined in South America, and specifically the salt, salt flats of South America. And these are areas of the planet where lithium is found in arid territories, where water is an extremely valuable resource because it's, it's a little rarer than it is in other parts of the world. And according to Euronews.green, it takes approximately 2.2 million liters of water to mine out and produce a single ton of lithium. That is so much water being used to produce a single ton of lithium. And one ton of lithium can make about 125 electric vehicle batteries, according to weforum.org. So that means for the production of a single electric vehicle, just in the battery, we are using 17,600 liters of water for a single car battery. And that is a lot, especially because all of that water is coming from regions that need their water. So that alone makes the process of mining lithium batteries not great for the environment and the people that live in them. Like in our first episode, how we talked about with droughts, what can happen when there is a lack of water in a region. Um, some of the similar things happen here when water is being taken out of an ecosystem. Another way that this kind of mining is hurting not just our environment, but people as a whole, is the impact that it has on the communities in which the mining is done. Uh, according to an article from ScienceDaily.com that looks at the cobalt mining in parts of the Democratic Republic of the Congo, there are quite a few downsides to the cobalt mining there. In those communities, researchers have found that there is an increase of violence, substance abuse, food and water insecurity, and physical and mental health challenges. And also members of the community have reported losing like communal farmland and homes when miners come in and dig up their places of living and farming without getting permission to do so. So this is sending large ripple effects all throughout communities, all across the Democratic Republic of the Congo, and some Congolese people are forced into crossing borders into Zambia and other countries just to be able to purchase food because they don't have enough because of what the mining has done to their communities. 
Also, in these communities and areas, they found similar negatives to the environment that have been found in lithium mining camps. Waste generated from mining cobalt and other metals has been polluting water, air, and soil, which negatively affects not just the communities living there, but the whole ecosystem because it contaminates crops and contaminates food and water and can also make it hard to breathe. So the mining processes that are being used to mine the lithium and cobalt that's necessary for these batteries is harmful to the environment and people that live in communities where the mining is done. And according to EPA.gov, these advanced lithium batteries are designed for extended life, but they will wear out eventually. So every electric vehicle is going to need more lithium batteries in its future, which means more of these processes are going to continue. And yes, the effect that electric vehicles can have on reducing the carbon emissions that we put out in our environment every single day are wonderful. Being able to get rid of that 33% of carbon dioxide that we are putting out into the environment is going to make a significant impact on global warming. However, it is important to keep in mind that with the advent of electric vehicles and other new technologies, there are people that are being severely affected by what we are doing. And it might seem far away because you might not be living in a community that's affected by the mining of electric vehicles, but certain parts of the world are experiencing a lot of damage to not just their population, but the environment that lives there. So there are pros and cons. In a, in a perfect world, I think we would have a way to mine the batteries without harming the environment in such ways and ha harming the people that live there. And we would also be able to using fully renewable electricity, which would allow us to completely get rid of the emissions that vehicles are putting out. And we are on our way there, but it's important to realize that Currently, electric vehicles may not be as good for the environment as people are making them out to be. Thanks for listening to our episode about electric vehicles today. Make sure to join us next week as we talk about some of the environmental effects of light pollution and how light pollution is having an effect on different animals and plant species all around the world. Once again, thanks for listening today.